Hey guys, this is your girl Lyra, and you're listening to Self-Reflection Podcast. Today we are talking about Cameroon and the ridiculous laws put in place to demonize and persecute people that are in the LGBTQ plus community. LGBTQ plus is an acronym for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, or questioning. Those terms are used to describe a person's sexual orientation or gender identity. The reason why I decided to talk about this today is because Cameroonians are tired of the ridiculous laws put in place that strips away their human rights. They are tired of laws that defines them or defines who they are or should be. It's in Cameroon, it's illegal for someone to have a partner of the same sex. A little background about Cameroon. Well, first of all, I am from Cameroon. I was born there. Um, I moved here in 2007, and I have been living in the United States ever since then. Yay! (laughs) Cameroon is a small country in Central West Africa. Um, She shares a border with Nigeria. Cameroon was colonized in 1884 by the Germans who ruled till 1916. After World War I, Cameroon split into two parts, France having three-fourths of the country and Britain having one-fourth of it. So now Cameroon has two main languages, French and English, those two colonial masters ruled Cameroon until 1960 when she gained her independence. Since Cameroon got her independence, she has been ruled by two presidents. The first president ruled from 1960 to 1982, and the second president, Paul Bia. Lord bless his damn soul. He has been in power since November 1982. Next year will make his make him his 40 year in power. Like it is 2021. Like come on, bro. Come on. It amazes me how long someone can stay in power. Like don't like aren't you tired of being greedy more than 75% of the population in Cameroon is made up of youths on um under age 30 <laughs> it sounds like we're in a history class well at least i feel like i'm in a history class right now with all of this <laughs> um the government of Cameroon doesn't seem to see anything wrong with 
one person staying in power for decades and decades and decades. Actually, I th- actually I think this is one of the biggest issues most African countries ha- um have or face. For example, the president of Uganda has been in power since 1986. The president of Chad has been in power since 1990. The president of um the Republic of Congo has been there since 1997 and the president of Equatorial Guinea has been there since 1979. Like what? 1979. That is crazy to me. and we wonder why african countries are so underdeveloped i understand most i understand those are the those presidents are not the only issues holding african countries back i understand that but i believe it's one of the main reasons why countries like cameroon are so far behind when it comes to development such as infrastructure, technology, construction, clean drinkable water, having clean drinkable water, good education, um having the military not brutalizing its citizen, beating on a citizen as if they're animals, understanding human rights, I can keep going I can keep going for days y'all. I can keep going on and on. Which brings me to my next point or the main point of our episode or podcast for today. On April 5th of 2021, the Banju court in Douala, Cameroon persecuted Luis Ning Combo also known as Shakuro and Mofi Matthew Rollin I'm sorry if I butchered their names um for allegedly practicing homosexuality the two young men um are being charged with homosexuality um indecency indecency y'all <laughs> this is crazy and no possession of national identification like that's crazy to me like because if you go to cameroon today like if we were to go to cameroon and ask the 75% of youths who has who has an id card i am sure 75 of them <laughs> would say they don't or they have a temporary id I and I don't and I really don't blame them. I don't. Because you can't even get an ID in Cameroon or open a business or get a passport or get an official document without having to bribe the government. Like that's how serious it is. And I think getting an ID should be a given. That's that's like a birthright. 
I don't even know. That's not even that's beyond a birthright. It's like when you're of age, you want your you want your citizens to have ID cards. According to Mimi Mafal, a local news channel in Cameroon, allegedly the state um, defender has evidence of on um, Shakuro, one of the young men I mentioned earlier, claiming that or declaring he's a woman on social media. Like, okay, so what? If he choose to dress like a woman that day, so be it. If he choose not to dress like a woman, so be it. I don't get why the state is even concerned about someone's sexuality. This story really hurt me and really touches me because for years now, society has been treating the LGBTQ plus community as if they don't belong as if they need to go somewhere and create their own world. If those young men are found guilty in any way, they face up to five to five or more years in prison. Also, they have to pay a fine. Like seriously, this sounds like extortion to me. I don't want you to quote me on this, but I could be wrong, but or I don't know if they're getting extorted. But yo, that sounds like some crazy thing people would do. To the Cameroonian government and anyone supporting the persecution of those young men or those who identify as LGBTQ+, my question to you is, why are you so bothered? by someone's sexuality or the pronouns that they choose to identify as. What do you gain when you demonize people and shame them for being themselves? According to Newport Academic, a recent study shows Adolescents who identify as lesbians, gay, bisexual, transgender, have a higher suicide rate than the heterosexual teens of their same age. This article also mentioned that overall, teenagers in the LGBTQ community are three times likely to attempt suicide. I think we can all agree to this. Our teen years are one of the most vulnerable periods of our life. Those are the years we try to develop our identity as individuals. But unfortunately, most teenagers who are in the LGBTQ community are faced with mass rejections from their friends, their family members, and the society as if they are danger to the community. Some even receive violent threats or inhumane treatments that later on impacts their mental health and their overall well-being. Also, due to the fact that most adolescents haven't developed the physical, no, the psychological tools to handle their emotions, they often struggle with personality, identity, or independency. 
I remember when I was a teenager, I, you know, I loved going out, hanging out with friends. I wanted to do everything. I wanted to do every and anything. But those, but the teens in the LGBTQ community don't feel or don't have that same privilege because they can't be themselves. Society just keeps pushing them down over and over. And a lot of them end up isolating themselves. I, According to National Anal- Alliance on Mental Health, LGBTQ plus teenagers are six times more likely to experience symptoms of depression than the general population. Also, the fear of coming out or the fear of discrimination because of their sexuality or sexual orientation or gender identity can lead to anxiety disorder, PTSD, thoughts of suicide, or substance abuse. In the study I mentioned earlier, one-third of the LGBTQ youth who commit suicide were diagnosed with mental health conditions and were being treated with psychiatric medications when they died. Like seriously, maybe if we didn't put so much pressure on those children, they won't have this mental, they won't have mental illness because we put so much pressure on them and now they don't even know how to handle themselves. That's why I think I mentioned in my last um, podcast about emotional intelligence. Our children haven't built those skills yet to be able to handle their emotions. So we need to be really, really careful how we talk to them. When I was reading this article, I cried. I was overwhelmed with so many different emotions. Like life is already hard as it is. We don't need to go out of our way to make it harder for someone who's already struggling to understand who they are. I really wish the Cameroonian government would focus on taking care of its citizens and stopping the crisis that has been going on or the civil war that has been going on in Cameroon for about four years now instead of worrying about people's sexuality. So if you are someone that is in Cameroon struggling with mental health or you know someone that is struggling with mental health, please don't hesitate. um, Reach out to L'Hôpital La Cantini and L'Hôpital Jamou. They're both located in Douala. Unfortunately, there is no mental health hospital that is located in the northwest region which is the Anglophone section of the um, of the country. Also, if you struggle with mental health and you're in Alameda County, you can reach out to the Crisis Support Service Line, which is 800-784-2433. And if you're in the Santa Clara County, you can reach out to the Mental Health Call Center by 800 800- Seven zero four zero nine zero zero. I believe both lines are twenty four seven. They're open twenty four seven, and um, seven days a week. 
So you can reach out to either one of them. Okay, y'all, let's go ahead and start taking care of ourselves. Let's take care of our mental health. Let's support ourselves by reaching out when we need to. As we come close to the end of today's episode of Self-Reflection Podcast, I want to give a quick shout out to King Quintus and his team for putting Cameroon on the map. Woo! Let's go! The Fisherman Diary is the first Cameroonian movie to go global. Yes, let's go. Currently on Netflix. Go check it out. Don't miss out on this one, y'all. Tap into another culture. It's mind-blowing. Let's go. I'm going to dial it down a little bit, and I want to end today's episode with a quote. Um, this quote is by Sid Barkley. Sid is an award-winning entrepreneur on a mission to level the playing field for small businesses. He once said, happiness is the new rich. Inner peace is the new success. Health is a new wealth. Kindness is a new cool. So go out there and be cool. Be kind to everyone you see. It's so, I think it's so much easier. It takes less effort to be kind than to be rude and malicious to someone else. Take care of yourself and respect people's boundary or boundaries. If you have nothing nice to say to someone, mind your business, stay in your lane. Respect people's space because they work so hard to create that space for themselves. Stop messing up people's um, peace of mind. Stop killing people's vibes. Enjoy time that you have with yourself. Because once you start enjoying that time, you won't have time to mess with someone else. Until next time. You're listening to Self-Affliction Podcast. And this is your girl, Lyra. Ta-da!